Welcome to Scale Your Business Radio with your hosts, David Finkel and Jeff Hoffman. Hi, uh, this is David Finkel here, joined by my co-host, Jeff Hoffman. Many of you know as co-founder of Priceline.com. And you're listening to Scale Your Business Radio here. Each week we share ideas and strategies to grow your business and get your life back and how to get your business to produce more and to be less reliant on you as the owner of the company. Jeff, in this segment we're going to be talking about this idea that as a business owner, we really do need outside perspective on our business of someone who can basically call us on her stuff in terms of running the company as a coach or a mentor or whatever you want to term it to help us produce at our best and to help us step out of the way of that company scaling. Did you ever have a business coach or a business mentor, someone who helped you reach a plateau? And this person, this mentor had stepped in and said, Jeff, if you were willing to deal with X and Y, boy, this business could explode in terms of the growth it could enjoy. Is that something you've ever had that experience for? Tell us about it if you have. Sure. I think that a uh, proper mentor is absolutely one of the most valuable things that you could have in business. There is somebody that's been through the problems you're dealing with uh, that's already made the mistakes and already found the solutions. So to think you have to tackle everything on your own uh, when there's somebody out there that could help you, uh, you know, is just naive. I had, I was fortunate enough that actually for my very first small business, I found a mentor. It turned out he was the investor in the business. Um, and an investor doesn't necessarily ever have to spend any time with you, but this one liked to mentor. And he saved me so much time, David. There were things I would call him and say, hey, I'm, I, I got this meeting tomorrow, and here's the way I think I'm approach, going to approach it. And he would say, you know what, Jeff, here's a reason that might not be the best approach. Here's what I would do. Here's why, what happened when I was in that situation years ago, what I did differently and why it worked. And I would say, wow, I hadn't even thought of any of that. I would have learned that the hard way. And he would say, uh, you know, he, he would say, well, that, that would be my suggestion. So I had a mentor that had a lot more business experience than me. And he was great to bounce things off of. Sometimes he would just say, Jeff, I think that's a good idea. You're right on, which helps my confidence in a meeting uh, to have somebody that knows this stuff agree. So, yeah, that mentorship was extremely valuable. Yeah. I know for me there have been times in the business that, and I think you and I share this quality, for better or for worse, we're both fairly articulate and uh, maybe less so for you in terms of feeling the sense that, that you always have the right answer. One of the things I admire about you is you're, you're actually really willing to say, you know, I don't, have the, I don't have the answer here. What do you think? But I know for me sometimes I get kind of locked in that as a leader I'm supposed to know, and sometimes it's difficult for my team to challenge that or to call me on that. And I found that some of the outside people that over the last 20 years I've worked with have been really helpful in saying, hey, David, you know what? I'm going to call you on this right now. If what you say is true, what do you get with that? What comes along with it? And I look at that, and the result is not exactly what I want. They say, if there's a different way here, here's what I found. Or I think that, and they can be very direct with me in a way that I hear that different than if it comes from a team member sometimes. And I know for me that's been a real valuable tool to grow as a business person and to grow as a business leader, as a CEO, because I don't think any of us ever knew how to be a CEO of a company when we got started. Most of us, most of us kind of was trial by fire, learning by doing, and sometimes that's a pretty painful way. Indeed, because most of us started a business in an industry we knew 
right? If you worked in the restaurant business and, you know, you decided to start your own one day, well, now suddenly you're a CEO of a business and you have all these additional things to do you never did before and you're not trained for that, um, whatever the business may be. So you're right. Having somebody that wasn't trained for it either, but it's 30 years later in their career and they've learned all the lessons that could save you a lot of time, it's just very helpful. It's not easy to find a mentor because by definition, the person that you want is somebody that's been, that got it right, that's successful at it, and those people are, you know, busy and other people are requesting their time. So you have to put effort into finding a mentor. They don't just come along, but it's, it's well, well worth the effort. Yeah. And I know many of us will use a, a book that an author has written, whether it be Skill or whether it be uh, one of the other great books that are out there, Good to Great, or some of these other wonderful books that are out there in the world. And I think that's a great starting point. But I think for me that one of the things I really have, have uh, benefited most from is this dialogue that I can have back and forth in a relationship where this person gets to know me. And it's amazing how fast people who are really good at growing companies get at seeing through people in terms of what's really going on. And I think some of the best input I've ever gotten have been from business leaders who, look, David, I see what you're doing here, and you know what? It's actually not serving you, and they can call you on that part of it. I'll mention something else here, and I'm curious about this from your experience. I think sometimes as business owners, we're so used to being in control of every moment, or at least trying to have the illusion of being in control, that one of the things we need to do when we find that person that's that mentor, that coach, and they're giving us the insight is not to be overly directive on the process that they use with us. Sometimes we try to say, here's exactly what I want from you, John, from you being my coach, you being my mentor. And yet John says, well, actually, I think the more value I can give for you is if we address this and this first. And I think sometimes we, we don't recognize that if, by us being in control, we get less from that mentor sometimes by being overly scripted with how they give us feedback. Is that something you've experienced, or do you see it, again, yes. be open if you see it different than that, Jeff? No, I completely agree. It's a very good point because personality-wise, the thing that made all of us, you know, listening now business owners was some set of personality traits of leadership. That's, we wouldn't become business owners and managers uh, if we didn't have some leadership trait. So by definition, as a business owner, you said it right. We are used to being in charge and calling all the plays. Uh, so it takes a conscious effort to realize that mentor is not one of your employees. You are not calling the plays. And in fact, what you want to do is lay all your cards on the table and at first maybe don't say a word. Here's all my cards. What do I do with this hand? Instead of saying, I've already organized it into a straight and a flush and I'm thinking of getting rid of this card. Uh, it's our natural trait <laughs> as managers to choreograph everything, but with a mentor, you are correct. You shouldn't do that. You, you want the mentor to tell you, here's what I think you should focus on, uh, and let them start first. You know, I hear that, that this, this notion of organizing the cards for them and then coming to them and saying, see, I'm right, right? It's like almost like we, we don't want their input. We want their confirmation or their coordination that we're, we're, gosh, David, you're just so right, or Jeff, you're just so right with that. And it's interesting. I love the way you said that. Say, hey, here's all the pieces. I'm going to be really, really open with you about it. What What are your thoughts when you look at this? How would you organize this? What you do know, you see? What patterns do you notice? You just explained that, I, I think, in a really good way, that the question to ask yourself 
is, am I just seeking validation from this person, or did I really come to get input? Uh, I think if you stop and ask yourself that question, uh, the way you worded it, I think it's much better, because people would say, wait a minute, now if I look in a mirror and I'm honest with myself, I was just hoping they would validate what I was going to do anyway. That is a waste of a mentor relationship. It's not about validation. It's about somebody, and it's like you said as well, your employees are not going to question, are awake, so let me rephrase that, are way less likely to call you out. They're your employees. They're less likely to say, that doesn't make sense, Jeff, uh, as, as an outsider who has no vested interest. Your mentor is more likely to say, wait a minute, do you hear what you're saying? And your employees might find that a little dangerous to say. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, we're coming to the end of the show here. And so summing up here, this show has all been all about this idea of, of you as a leader in the business. How do you find the right people? How do you get your leadership team to manage and become leaders in their own right? How can you take outside input to become a better leader through your coach and mentors that you enlist? I want to encourage you, if you haven't yet done that, go to scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Register for the site. It's a free tool Jeff and I have spent countless hours cultivating to help you as a business owner learn how to scale your business. There are great tools from video courses on strategic planning to increasing sales to increasing operational systems and efficiencies and consistency. And it's all there available in Scale Your Business Toolkit. You've been listening to Scale Your Business Radio. I'm David Finkel, joined by co-host Jeff Hoffman on WSRadio.com, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. Make sure you stay tuned for next week's program. We'll be talking about more ideas to scale your business. Hi, Scale listener. This is David Finkel, co-host with Jeff Hoffman of Scale Your Business. I wanted to let you know that our newest book, Scale, was just released and to encourage you to get your copy. The book will give you seven proven principles to grow your business and get your life back. If you've ever wanted to grow your business but held yourself back from fear that it would take over your life, then we urge you to get your copy of Scale today. It'll give you a proven roadmap for rapidly growing your business while also gaining more personal freedom. Scale will help you work less by getting your business to produce more. Scale is for every entrepreneur who ever wondered if they really own their business or if their business owns them. Get your copy online or at your local bookseller. For more information, visit us online at scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. That's scaleyourbusinesstoolkit.com. Thank you.